You're recording. I don't have to do anything manually. I just I just let the little robot do its thing, and it's like, yep, up and down. Mm. Boom, boom. There's your voice. I make a visual for you, sir. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, kind thing. Here's a tip. Bring it home to your family. <laughs> yeah, here's a fiver. Yeah, right. For your for your robot children. Yeah. Oh, poor robot children. It's a tough economy. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, it's, you know what? It is a tough economy. Hi, and welcome to Kingdom of Thirst Podcast. My name is Abigail Kelly. I'm with Brendan. Hello. You know, speaking of tough economies. Uh-oh. <clears throat> uh, Brendan. Oh, no. Hey, Brendan. I didn't review the material. No, you didn't review the material. Hey, Brendan. Um, have you ever been in a bookstore? Once or twice. But don't let, that, don't let anybody know. That'll totally have- ruin my rap. Okay, so I want you to close your eyes, Brendan. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to picture a bookstore, any bookstore. Um, I know that you've only been into like one or two, maybe ten years ago in your life. Right. But like, can you can you imagine b- bookstore, bookshelf? Yes, all the pipes. Floor, presumably yeah. building. A lot of tiles. Tomes upon tomes. The smell of dust and human Cinnamon. misery. Yeah. That comes from me personally when I'm in a book. <laughs> you exude and, the human misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then uh, you you walk in and somebody reluctantly says, hi, welcome to the bookstore. They do. Because we're, we're obligated to say that. And then you go up and you say, hey, bookseller, I really need a book. Hello, I need bookseller. You- Bookseller, you recommend bookseller book is recommend recommend book is bookseller recommend me. I need your wisdom. I require the written tome. I've I've brought a crystal to exchange for your wares. I have a tuppence Um, for the written word. Please take this fine fish in exchange for your book services, scribe. No, see, that's that's a problem because I didn't remember that bookstores are still on the barter economy. That's that's how long it's been. Oh, we are. I will exchange favors for books. Don't tell Cat. Yeah. Right. Um. <clears throat> so you're in a bookstore. You've asked the beautiful, intelligent, oh, yes. articulate, elegant. Might I even say sophisticated that's just, bookseller? That's just what happens Behind... when you're around books all day. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Behind the counter for a recommendation. Mm. And this bookseller, me, elegant, charming, just so distractingly gorgeous little lad. Pick two. Um, yeah. Yes. Hands you a book and says, this episode is brought to you by Kensington's newest title, A Letter to Three Witches by Elizabeth Bass. Hello, this is an ad. Yeah, no, I, I live in San Francisco. I understand how, like, everything is advertising. Yeah. You can't open your eyes now, Brendan. I, I don't know that I... Oh, no. <laughs> so scared. Yeah, am I too distractingly gorgeous for you? Let me tell you about this book. Let me recommend this book to you. All right, wait, told me to close my eyes. Fine. Now I'm going to, like, open my mind. It's going to be... It's gonna yeah. Be, yeah. You got to open your third eye. Go open your third eye, and you got to understand that this book, <gasps> A Letter to Three... Well, nope, said that wrong. <laughs> a Letter to Three Witches by Elizabeth Bass is practical magic meets bewitched. So it's like a rom-com, but it's also like a quirky mystery thing. Oh, hell yes. Um, 
involving like enchanted cupcakes, um, snitches the of the get stitches variety. Um, you know, yeah, it's yeah. about like a, a family of witches that previous in previous generations, like their great, 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 great grandfather did some bullshit and got their whole family banned from using magic. The, the old so chestnut. Then, yes, as you do. And then. Obviously, they're not allowed to use magic now, but not only are they not allowed to use magic in this like little New York town that they live in, there are like planted snitches around to make sure that they don't use magic oh, to always no. tell on them if they do. The wizards so, are cops. Damn it. The, all wizards are cops. <sighs> A-W-A-C. That didn't take you so long. It's a good thing you work with letters. <laughs> So good at those words. Listen, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> just, just hold on. I can promise you, listeners, that no fingers were involved in that counting. Real quick, it's just. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This episode is brought to you by Kensington. Thank you, Kensington. <laughs> A letter to three witches by Elizabeth Bass. I'm legally obligated to say that. And the number three. And 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 also that. Um, and also thank you, Kensington, for that. Thank you very much. This has been an ad. Now we get to move on. So cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank moving you. on. Do you feel honored <clears throat> to be the first person to get a ad in a episode? I I was very surprised. I am I am blessed in the hashtag variety. I yeah. I'm feeling it. Well, here's the deal. They they say in the thing There's that more? they send me. They're like they're like Abigail. Um, you you need to put this as close as possible to your to your intro. And um, last time that I got an ad, the first time I got an ad, I got it after I'd already recorded the episode, so I had to put it like before the intro. Mm. But they also didn't tell me that I a need to do it with any sort of professionalism, or b that I can't just do it in the dang episode. No, no. So yeah, I mean those boxes were left open to you and you fill them right they in tell me otherwise and then you check uh, them those monkeys are to do with as i please thank you very much damn right it's so hard to get good monkeys nowadays by the way you can get that uh you can get that book in anywhere you get books and also in the link below thank you very much but okay no, but not the monkeys just just the book we're not advertising the monkeys i don't have that connection. <laughs> no we don't except for those monkeys that escaped from that that like uh, truck crash recently Wait, in like Canada. How close? Oh, Canada. I'm so excited. Canada. I know what I'm doing this Friday. And then a lady like tried to rescue one off the side of the road and she got pink eye from it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's an intervening step there that isn't clarified, but I don't think I want it to be. I mean, how close did the monkey have to get to your eye is the, right. <laughs> to give you pink eye? I didn't know monkeys just carried pink eye. Maybe the monkey just had pink eye. Did, I don't know. Did the monkey do like a like a two-fingered 1960s self-defense maneuver of just like, <laughs> like, just like ah, my eyes. Might have been, although I'm realizing now that monkeys do like to throw certain things, and that's probably where the pink eye came from. I mean, that is possible, but unconfirmed. Don't spread rumors. It... I, would, I would never do that. Um... Do you want to know what we're talking about today besides the new title from Kensington? Heck, yeah, I do. Okay, that's exciting. Love... Can you close your eyes again for me? Oh, no. Sure. This is what I go through, <laughs> listeners. Brendan, open your eyes. Brendan, close your eyes. Brendan, walk into the furnace. Oh, I got... Oh. Don't worry about it. Keep your eyes closed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, now open your eyes. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's a, where are we? I'm, you just teleported to a lake, apparently, where there is also a castle. 
One might even call it a hawk. I wouldn't, but you can. <laughs> you can. You can. Because we're in Scotland. This is I was going to make a noise, but I don't actually know how to make a bad bagpipe sound. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. One of us will just be the, the constant, and the other person can have the fun part of doing all the other notes. Uh, Brandon, do you uh, own a kilt? Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> yeah. And had I been forewarned, that is what I would be wearing right now, listeners. I, while I appreciate that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, neither myself nor the audience would be able to actually visually appreciate it due to the fact that I can yeah. only see you from about your shoulders up. There has to be like and a they moving can't see stills kind of segment to to this podcast so they can I like... mean, I can take a picture of you and I can, yeah. like I can do that. Like I can, like we have that technology. Maybe we can do it like 20s style where you take like a series of posed pictures and there's like intervening sound bites. That like oh, yeah, describe yeah, yeah, what's yeah, yeah. going like on. Silent film, yeah, yeah, of you just wearing kilt. Yeah, which yeah. isn't happening right now. So, opportunity no. missed. Fine. <laughs> well, you know that's just that's my middle name, Abigail. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Hyphenated, you know. Yeah, hyphenated. Uh, we're talking about Highlander in her dreams. <gasps> I kind of see that my f- yeah, it's face hard is with the, the green screen. There we thing. go. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is at least one. Hi- oh, her legs are up there. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's actually a saucy cover, isn't it? Mm. Well, here's the deal. Okay, so to to for some backstory for this, I love me some backstory for this. For some for some backstory for this for some backstory for this. Um, basically, uh, I had um, why is hold on your cat is calling me. Why is Kat calling me? She probably she knows we're doing this. Called me and I didn't pick up. No, actually, she didn't. <laughs> well, I'm gonna ignore her. <laughs> text like, no. to talk to you. Okay, going on. Moving on. Okay, so uh, way back when in October, October, Months maybe are hard. I don't know. I ordered like 30 used romance novels at random from eBay which is now my favorite website and is incredibly dangerous to me as a human being. Right. Um, And so I ordered like, I ordered a set of 10 and then I ordered a set of 20 from two different places. And they were both like supposed to be fantasy slash paranormal um, book boxes, essentially. Cool. Yeah. And And so I got 30 bucks and this was because I didn't know what the hell we were going to do for December. um, And I was like, well, maybe I'll just like, Unbox the books over the course of three episodes? I don't know. Sure. It wasn't a fully formed idea. But what ended up happening was I got A Vampire for Christmas, that anthology, in those boxes. Um, and that ended up becoming December's theme was we just read an anthology per episode, um, which was fantastic and very fun and absolutely ridiculous um, and has ruined Michael Buble for me and many other people at this point. It happens but at some point for everybody. When I was unpacking the box, I made a snap judgment that was unfair, and I feel a very, 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 very small amount of regret about. And that is that I pulled this book, Highlander in Her Dreams by Allie McKay, right. um, out, and I looked at the cover, as you noted, and I was like, this ain't look like a paranormal slash fantasy romance novel, fam. That's where they get this you. This is like... It's like a, it's a, it's a lady with her, how do you describe that pose? She's laying on a bed with her ass pressed yeah, yeah, it's, up it's against a, a headboard, legs up. Yeah. 
She's got the, um, the crossed ankles, straight legs, but you can only see, like, She's wearing a tartan bosom. eye mask, wearing, like, they're draped in silken sheets. Yeah. Um, she is naked, it appears. She's smiling very broadly at the, at the camera. And... Also, uh, the, the actual, the overall, like, color scheme is very, like, pink and white and, like, and it just does not scream pretty much anything paranormal or anything. No. And to be fair to me, um, the cover, after I finished reading this book, um, has fuck, fuck all, fuck all to do. No, yeah. <laughs> with this book. That, that's just what it's um, like, like being in Scotland. Thematically, it is so off the mark. It is hilarious. But once I actually read the backstory or the the back copy of it, I was like, oh, uh, my B, my B, my B. This is a bug nuts fucking PNR. Like, this is fantastic. Right. So uh, I I picked this book up. Besides, I, I didn't have time really to read it. Once I found Vampire for Christmas, because I was like, obviously, 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 that has to become yeah, first. There's a clear contender. Yeah. Yeah. But I did end up picking it up. I don't know. I think it probably would have been late December when I was um, mentally just absent because of all, because of all. And December. I I got about halfway through and then I got busy and I had to put it down. Um, but I did know pretty much immediately that I had to do an episode on it because this man, <laughs> the facial journey that just happened. This book is so Abigail, you just remembered the war. <laughs> I, I, here's the deal. I had a good time with this book. This book was just, I, I wish I had a word for it. I mean, unhinged, I feel like, implies a certain level of darkness to it. There's there's none... Well, there's a little bit of... There's a, there's implies a that there were hinges to start with, yeah. Yeah, it implies that there's something on which to become unhinged yeah. from. And it and there's... I don't think there was ever... This book didn't start no. with hinge. It's never there was no hinge from a single side. I... <laughs> so, basically... <laughs> I feel like people know at this point when I start an episode and I'm like, I'm laughing too hard to get into it. Like, it's right. going to be a good one. And like, it is. It is. I'm so worried and so excited. So, okay. Speaking of, like the last episode you were on was Transcendence, right? Wait. Yes. That was the caveman yes. one. Yeah. The time yeah. travel caveman um, yeah. language barriers. So the reason I thought of you for this episode, not only because I assumed rightly that you had a kilt um nailed it that got me in a box um was because um we've got another time slip romance on our hands buddy yes there's nothing Um, more that i like rather than two people connecting from completely different cultures and areas and periods so here's the deal with this one though it's not just a time slip oh it's a silk slip as well (sighs) God, I wish you were funny. I know. That's what my mother said to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! Brenton! Okay! God damn! I can't promise to be funny, but I can promise to make the conversation suddenly pause. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> and isn't discomfort just comedy? Mostly. Anyway, mostly, in my experience. Um, So... 
this book is also... Brendan, this book is also a dream-sharing ghost romance. <laughs> Wait, what? Is this like a haunted <laughs> notebook? So, Brendan, this book opens with a young girl. She has just graduated from, I believe it's like high school. She's like 18. And she has received a trip as a gift from her parents to go visit Scotland for the first time. And she's on her own. Uh, and she's on like this tour yes. bus. Yes. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, okay, that's just, yeah, for sure, whatever, as we all get. Like you do, cool I guess, Yeah, sure. like you just do, as every uh, teenager does. All right, cool. Um, so she goes, and she's on this, like, tour bus, and they make a stop at this old ruin called, um, I think it's called, like, the Castle Wrath or something, but it's also called, like, the Isle of Wrath, whatever. For sure. Hence, hence the beautiful background we have which is the closest i could come to um and uh while she's there she kind of wanders away from her tour group um and she encounters a ghost um at in the ruins and it is the ghost of a brawny scottish man right 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 yeah Um, yeah yeah. he's he's medieval in all the best ways emphasis on medieval (laughs) Um, he, he basically, they have this like encounter in, in like a, a vision essentially that she has. And, uh, they're both like, who's you? And then they're both like, what are you doing here? And then they're both like, you're hot. And then the vision fades and she returns home. Yeah. Used up all the Um, words that an 18 year old who graduated from high school would know. Yeah. Yes. True. It's true. It's true. Um, and then, uh, Here's what we come to find out very quickly here. We skip to like, I think it's like five years later or something like that. Right. Um, can't go to Scotland every year. Well, you can't. No. Here's the deal, though. She just casually is like, so I can see the past. And that's just something that I've always had and is in my family. And growing I can also see weird. ghosts sometimes. Growing up, it's hard. It's yeah. hard growing up. My mother's family has uh, this like, she calls it like backsight and um that is you know a certainly like, unique version of the term sure <laughs> like like far seeing i think is the way they call it and uh it's just like really cash and whatever <laughs> and that's how she like saw the vision she saw the past she didn't necessarily see a ghost whatever oh so he was like alive on his side of the veil yeah mm, okay but here's here's the dealio sir with that is that also currently in the now space with her in this moment five years post seeing the past um she (laughs) works for an inquirer style like like paranormal magazine i mean that happens yeah okay and she has recently helped discover that the Vikings landed in North America um, officially. She found their settlement kind of on accident. And everyone hates her. Paranormal because... investigator, anthropology, archaeology combination. <laughs> because they hate her because people really like Christopher Columbus. <laughs> you know, I'd really like to laugh more. But the more you say this, the more I'm like, if you presented this as like an article I hadn't read, I'd be like, yeah, my disbelief is suspended. 
this could I be mean, a thing. Honestly, like, yeah, I for real. But she's like, basically, she's been holed up in her apartment for two weeks because she's being like reporters and uh, picketers are outside of her, her apartment. Yeah, they're writing articles like how millennials are killing the Columbus industry. It's true. It's true. Uh, and she like is miserable and it's just a bad time for her, which is like so fascinating to me because I'm just, I don't think anyone would care like that much. Also like. They might for like a second. Yeah. But it's not like a week. No. Somebody would be mad about it in like an an appropriately like advertisement capacities that they can get clicks and viewers and shit. And then there would be something else that happened on Tuesday and you'd be done. And you'd just go on to be like this massive discovery that I am now horrendously famous for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm just, and she's basically being bullied for it, which is fascinating. Um, And so she's also like pretty poor. Like she's just like a, you know, she works for like a mid-level, you know, paranormal conspiracy magazine like she's not getting paid the big bucks um but she has also in the intervening years become obsessed with scotland um and have like has decorated her home in like secondhand tartan (laughs) and like little like tourist trinkets it's very sad what is the scottish version (laughs) of a weeaboo that no i think it's just like a scottophile or something something terrible (sighs) um yeah that is and i think this this book is playing on a trope that is romance's fucking obsession with Scotland and Scottish men, um, which is a really interesting subgenre. It's the kilt, isn't it? It's the kilt, and it's also the toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, like, the Scottish men are typically, like... I mean, it's true. It is a lot of, like, they're they're big, and they're brawny, and they're, like, Masculine. tough, and they, like, throw women over their shoulders. They're alpha males. But Jesus. typically, they're also, like... I don't know, like cinnamon rolls secretly. I don't uh-huh. know. There's like a lot going on there that I find interesting, but eh. cinnamon roll stuffed um, in a sheep's stomach, like little crusty yeah, on the outside. Yeah, cinnamon roll haggis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's a lot to unpack there. Regender and gender roles, and um, you know, the role of masculinity in a romance novel, also in a kilt. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and that is for someone smarter than me to really dissect. All I know is I think that that's kind of what's going on. Anyway, that's the, the joke in this is that like she's obsessed with Scotland and like many <laughs> like people who Which love romance fair. are. Yeah. But she's obsessed for another reason. And it is because ever since that day, at the Castle Wrath, right. um, she has shared dreams with this mysterious Scotsman. <gasps> and she has not only shared dreams, buddy, day fuck. I mean, right? One of those, like, my like, hallucinatory SO from X number of years prior. Well, like, they have, like, full conversations. They, like, he, like, knows about her world. She's convinced... Like partly that he that it's not really happening, like that he is just her imaginary right comfort Scotsman, I suppose. Um, Get them now. But, yeah, as we all as we all have, you know, no shame. Um, but uh, she also like he asks her questions, like what's that thing over there, and like points to a telephone. Like he's like he 
like he's very aware of what's going on oh so it's not like he so he's he can full-on see the room it's not like she's present in his room and that's he can see the room she sometimes goes to his room so like she will then ask like she's familiar with his castle she's familiar with like the people in his life like it's not it's a two-way street here and so it's a little bit confusing that she thinks that he's fictional at all (laughs) Wait, so she she doesn't know that he's from the past. She she is like halfway convinced that she ima- she she knows that she saw the vision and the vision was true. She ends up like discovering who he is through research and stuff like that. She kind of connects the dots and then kind of makes the leap that I'm seeing him in my dreams because I want him to be. I want him to be here. Right. I like had an instant connection with this guy. Sucks that he's, you know, 700 years dead, but, like, what you gonna do about it, right? Um, so I'm seeing him in my dreams because I want him to be there. But not because she has believed in precognitive or post-cognitive not abilities. Not because she's, like, wicked mega psychic or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, that's not a connection she makes that she could be sharing, like, across timelines experiences with this that guy. Like too in- much. How how absurd. No, I'm not ridiculous. I'm just an anthropologist who also speaks to the dead. I just I just hate Christopher Columbus. That's my that's my main thing. And you know, fair, I get it. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. they kind of share space. They've got like a roommate slash lovers situation. They've been they've been in a relationship for like five years at this point, like realistically. But she just thinks it's like a really vivid like dream hallucination thing. Essentially, yeah. She thinks like I guess she is. She thinks that maybe there's some like psychic connection going on, but like obviously she just is like, well, nothing's gonna come of this. I've been having these dreams for five years, and huh. you know, I don't know. Like I I probably also would be like I don't know where this can go from here i mean i wouldn't assume time travel um that's fair that's that's yeah although he could have like written a note for her to find in the future to like confirm but like do some testing he he at the same time is a medieval scotsman so he kind of doesn't grasp really what's happening he's just kind of like i don't know where she lives she lives in this fucked up place i don't get it but like he he kind of can't wrap his brain around the fact that she's in the future. She cute, so though. he just kind of assumes that that she's in his world and he just can't reach her. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's a guy. Yeah, he's a dude. And like, what I really like about Aiden <laughs> is oh, that like Aiden. Aiden straight up like is kind of an idiot. Like he's a really good leader of his people. He's a laird. Um, and he's like, <laughs> You know, he's really honorable. He's a good dude. But he also, like, will never admit when he's wrong or doesn't know something. And it's, like, the running joke in the book is that whenever he doesn't know something, he tries to look bigger. <laughs> Again, like, fair. I, I, I know people like this, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, at one point, uh, he she's trying to explain what a tour bus is. And he just goes, like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Boos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like a flying it's like a flying machine as you said before i get it (laughs) i've been been taking notes i pay attention to what you say Mm -hmm. is he like actual himbo territory or is he like i wouldn't call him a himbo he's just like he's just a medieval like bro like he's a bro okay um and he's a good-hearted bro but he's a bro and so he just kind of like 
browser won't admit when he doesn't <laughs> understand what the fuck is going on. I mean, that's hard, too. If you were like, I met somebody and they're really cool and we've got this long-term pen pal kind of thing going on, um, but they're 700 years in the future and I'm fucking lost all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm barely literate. <laughs> I'm from medieval Scotland. I have a, my grasp of my universe is a sort of narrow shot. I can't, this is, this is tough for got- me. I got lard duties and 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 a lock, and, and yeah. she's got these these booses and I don't know. I don't know. I, I she's so hot though, huh? She's like so wicked hot though. Wicked. Uh, I bet he says it too because they were saying that yeah, in Scotland I, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. She's like pretty bodacious, fam. Oh, she she wicked hot though. <laughs> she thicks them. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> shouldn't shouldn't have, should have taken a drink. Ah, uh, no, never. Okay. It's a bad choice in this so, okay. So I bet you're wondering how this how this could possibly work and how this could possibly happen. I mean, it well, did work for like five years already. So it well semi worked, right? Because like she kind of halfway believes he's not real, and he has no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um. He believes in in his timeline. He believes that she is his. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but there's a specific Scottish like Gaelic word that oh. refers to when a future spouse appears to you in your dreams. And so he believes that she is his bride, but he, but he, and she's going to one day cross paths with him, but he just has to wait out the five years and until that eventually happens. That's yeah, so like he's he he understands it in a way that like makes sense in his universe. Totally. Um, and so does she, except she also is just like, I guess he's just not fucking yeah. real. <laughs> Vision of my future bride, uh, clearly. Yeah, I, I got a handle on this. This is fine. Obviously. Obviously, I understand what's happening here. Um, it all tracks. Uh, so, but she is like looking for an escape because obviously, like her life is in shambles because she helped discover Vikings and okay, sure, uh, sure, 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 like a traitor. Speaking of Vikings, though, as an aside, Yarp, did you know that Denmark still owns Greenland? No. Wait, really? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't either. I didn't either. Just... I learned this. Morning. Does Greenland care? I mean, what are they going to do with it? There are peoples on Greenland. No, I know. There's like, yeah, but like, are, do they actually answer know. to like Danish authority? Or is it one of those they, like, they're they, a colony? They, Denmark, they recognize Denmark's queen. They're, they're monarchy. Oh my God. Denmark still has a monarchy. Denmark, listen, hold on. Listen. Okay, hold on. This morning, Fred and I had like this whole thing at breakfast where we were trying to figure out how many countries are technically in North America. It turns out it's a feckload. And also that there is a sleeper insurgent colony of the Danish hidden in Greenland. A sleeper? I didn't know. <laughs> Everybody's been paying attention to the Ukraine. We've really got to turn our gaze to Greenland because clearly there's something <laughs> going coming. down. Never trust a Dane. I didn't know the Vikings were still here. I, I generally don't, though that isn't usually something I have to contend with. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot. They're a lot closer than you think. Also, <laughs> even though it is technically the largest island uh, in the world, it is part of North America. Which, okay, I guess. But like, turns out anything on the North American continental plate. I was going to say tectonic counts. plates, right? Yeah, I didn't think. See, I didn't. Where, I didn't get that bit. Where we I go, didn't get that bit. it goes. Yeah. Taking so it with us. Am- 
stupid fucking American over here thought there were only like three peoples over here. <laughs> it turns out there's like a lot, and also there's a sleeper colony of Danish people uh, in in uh, in in um, I did, Greenland. I so. didn't have Danish sleeper colony on my 2022 bingo. <laughs> I didn't either. I thought I don't know. I don't know why that, I would. Like, I don't know why I would. I guess I assumed. I assumed it was maybe part of Canada. I don't know. Can our, we don't listen. Our education system in oh, America is just not ideal. Shits. So, like, you know, I don't know anything. Yeah, I guess I just assumed that the Gre- the Greenland people, who was was like whose were Vikings, kind of just like left at some point. I mean, they were like, you know what? We're done here. I'm good with this. It's cold as shit. Let's let's uh, let's go. Um, you know, anyway, America will be there tomorrow. Don't worry. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I forgot how this, um, diverged to this, but, uh, oh, cause she found, cause she found evidence that they made it to right. what the average American thinks is North America. <laughs> right. Somewhere. Um, like yeah, New- somewhere past Canada. Sure. You know, below Canada. Um, and so she's looking for a way to kind of like get get the hell out of Dodge for reasons. And so her editor, who's this really nice guy, is like, hey, I want you to write a story about these fairy mounds in Scotland. Will you go? And she's like, yes. Free second <laughs> yes, trip to Scotland. I think I will. I think I will. Thank you very much. Two times in and five so- years. Jesus Christ. I know there are people out there who travel. Can you believe that? In this day, in this economy, in in COVID times, in this pandemic, I... yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think this was written in like 2007, so like whatever. No, no, um, written, it was written yesterday, and we are judging it on today's standards. You know, people are traveling. People are people do travel, and it is one of my great spiteful joys in life uh, that when people come into the bookshop and go. What happened to your guys' travel section? <laughs> I just look them dead ass in the eye and go, well, since no one has been traveling for two years. And you stop. There's like a long pause. You just stare. You joke, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They slowly, uh, little beads of sweat start to form on their forehead. Ask stupid questions. Get mean answers. Get stitches. That's my, that's my whole thing. Uh... Don't come at me with that heat. You nope. know why. You know why. Snitches get stupid answers, and you ask stupid questions, you get hit. <laughs> you get hit. It's true. <laughs> at least verbally. I would never hit a customer. I'm pretty sure that was actually printed up on the walls in the last bookstore that I went into all those years ago. <laughs> Many. Well, like, it's mostly on the wall. It, they just painted it right up there. Actually, it's a. It's a. It's you, what you don't see is that scribbled next to it. It just says. Um, Abigail, do not. <laughs> Quick addendum. Yeah. Abigail, no. Uh, I Kat has you. said I need to be nicer, but I, I disagree. Um, I mean, there's only so many nice ways to hit people who ask stupid questions, so it's kind of a tall you order. You can hit them with a smile. It's pretty it's pretty nice. Eh. I don't see it behind the mask. That's fine. Um, it's the thought and the hit that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta think about that hit. Yeah. So she goes to Scotland. She's very excited. Right. She's like, I've been looking to go to Scotland ever since I was last in saw Scotland. That beskirted man. Damn tasty. Yes. 
And she's got, like, a cousin who I assume was a previous book. She's, like, now married to a, a like, a lord of a castle. A previous there. book. I'm sorry. Are there going to be multiples in this? I don't. I mean, I did get another one of the books in the series, but it's not that one. Um, interestingly enough, the cover for that one is, like, suited to what looks like the text which is like mm. a medieval highlander and it's like dark and moody as opposed to whatever is going on with this one anyway um i got that one as well i may give that one a try i have it out on my table right now so we'll see yeah, um yeah. i got a crescent cold to read though so i gotta go do that um however she gets there and she immediately feels like some sort of way listen i will say one thing about this is that the book is trying very very hard to be funny like it has this um it does certain things that hurt me a lot when I read it, which is, um, like, whenever she says, oh, my God, it's usually spelled G-A-W-D. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And also, at one point when she is in the past, she meets his dog and he has, like, a big old wolfhound, which is cool, named Furley. Um, oh, Furley. But, yeah, but uh, but Furley also, but she calls him a dog like a friend from the 90s <laughs> early thousands that yeah. general era oh no yeah. yeah it's hard it's hard on me it's hard it's hard on me dog, on my heart and my soul poor dog probably doesn't understand the accent either no and i should mention that her name is kira k-i-r-a and he also aiden has no fucking idea how to pronounce it so he calls her kira like every time <laughs> Doesn't know how to. He's only seen it written, you see. It's true. It's true. I assume she's trying to. The author is trying to like really like uh, lean on what would be his Scottish brogue, but like it just looks like he doesn't know how. Like he like he's saying Kira. Phonetic <laughs> writing is hard to make look good. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I'm, I just, listen, I'll just assume he's saying it with his brogue. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, however, the, the dog and God, and also every time someone says, like, exaggerates an O sound, so, like, whenever they go, like, oh, no, right? right. She spells it O dash O dash O dash O dash O H. It's like a penguin going at it. <laughs> It's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me. And it's fine. It's just like, clearly this book is like full of like comedic misadventures and like, as well as all the crazy paranormal stuff. And I am not the biggest fan of comedy, like extended amounts of comedy in my romance novels. Um, Comedy doesn't always translate well via, via text. Yeah. Yeah. It just timing's hard. It's is is hard. It's hard. And not everything ages well. H A W R D. Yes, exactly. Um and uh, I would safely say that we would now classify this as a paranormal rom-com which okay. is fine. Um it's fine. It, but the premise was so nuts that I, I did I did enjoy that. So basically what ends up happening is that on like her first day back in, in Scotland, she like goes to visit her cousin on this like big like haunted castle that she now lives in with her new husband and it's like a whole thing. Um 
And then she goes and she uh, goes back to Castle Wrath because, of course, she Why does. would you not? Um, yeah. Yeah. She's like desperate to see him again. Um, and so she goes there and she like has this picnic um, that she spreads out and she like sits on. T- the, the geography of this is hard. It's basically like a ruin um, that has been kind of like filled in in certain places, I, I assume. And so she ends up taking a picnic or like setting up her picnic on top of the gatehouse. I was going to say, some of it has to be different. Yeah. So it's like, she ends up, it's important because she she's on top of the arch of the gate, essentially. Right. Um, having a picnic, which is kind of a rough... Place to be. I'm trying to like figure out how that happens. Like, okay, I guess it must have been filled in. And oh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, so he sees her as like in a Bethesda game, like she's clipping through walls and... <laughs> essentially, yeah. Well, she she takes her picnic there, and then the next minute, she is fully standing on top of an actual gate and in medieval Scotland. Um, and uh, all of these men see her in the like castle yard and immediately. Oh. So he's not the <laughs> only one. No, in fact, he doesn't. He's not there. So they all see her appear out of nowhere on top of the gate, which is, by the way, totally inaccessible. Like she would need a ladder to climb it in their time. That's just some fairy um, shit. TBH. Well, so. precisely. They're like, oh, Dem's a witch. Boys, get the logs. <laughs> well, they pretty much, that's kind of exactly what happens. They like basically pull her down and are like, well, it's time to kill the witch. And they like form a mob and like haul her into the, uh, the, the dining hall. Like you do and- with witches. As you, because they're like, hey, hey, Laird, look what we caught. We're gonna go burn her. You want to go see and maybe grab some hot dogs she and turned some, me some... into a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's about the level of banter that we're getting. By the way, um, oh, no. it's not. Yeah. It's it's quite. It's a little rough. However, uh, he sees her and is like, she's my phantom my wife. Finally. And he's like super stoked. He's also super pissed because they're like, we's going to burn her, right? And he's like, no. So, so, okay, just clarifying. She's gone. She's gone for like five years. She's regularly come to the castle. And only to him. Oh, but she has been like led around. So they just avoid people. Well, no, they just no one else can see her. So, but in this, she's actually physically. So there. this is like a weird change of circumstances. Yes, because she's back on. Yes, back on lover soil. Yeah, yeah, Danish, yes. Danish she insurgent has... shit. Yeah, yeah, some real Danish insurgent shit. <laughs> um, I don't have any. I don't have any listeners in Scandinavia. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Yet, <laughs> or Greenland. So we're good, apparently, because that's apparently Scandinavia. So yeah. Um. By order of the crown, so, yeah. Yes, by order of the the monarch of of uh, Denmark. Yeah. So who's the name? Who I, I am super gonna Google as soon as this. I is believe over. it's Marguerite the second or something like that. Really? Yeah, I think, believe they have a queen. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um. So she arrives there. They's like she's witch. He's like my wife. Um how dare you? She is my wife. And she's just like, oh, fuck all of this. I want to go home. I don't like Which anything. was a nice, refreshing, like, turn of events. Like, she's really excited to see him, but she's also like, wow, I don't want to be here. Medieval Scotland fucking sucks. Yeah. Rough, rough start to a date. 
that's one that you just like rain check. You're like, we'll do this another time. I will see you in my dreams later. And he is like, no, no, yeah, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you're my wife. Uh, and at the same time in his world, he's having some issues. He's got this like evil cousin who's super hot, but who's like killed a lot of people, but he hasn't taken care of in the past taken care of in quotes in the past um because he swore to his father that he would never spill the blood of a kinsman which he has done in the past he's broken that vow before so i don't know why it's a big deal to him now anyway so he's got to kill his cousin i would never do it again (laughs) i won't do it three times i swear (laughs) um only the two it's fine Uh uh-oh here i go Um, kinslaying again yeah, whatever. Uh, and so, like, his apparently his, like, cousin has been caught uh, trying to lure him and his men to a feast to kill them all Red Wedding style. Oh. Um, so, and so murder's a, on the it's menu. It's final straw. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's the final straw, and Aiden is finally like, we gotta just kill this fucking dude. He blows. Um, I'm fucked up. And that is when Kira shows up. And so it's bad timing. But he's like, it's fine. I'm just happy you're here chill out in my room for like a second i gotta go do some killing real fast love you um and i'll be back you know just except he doesn't say that he kind of just leaves while she's sleeping family stuff Um, just this guy thing i gotta take care of family drama you know it's hard in-laws you know you know it's tough gotta wet the sword as they say yeah yeah and but not (laughs) oh you thought i meant no i mean (laughs) not no not i have to go murder my cousin <laughs> Gross. Totally see. Uh, he's totally see where you, where you might have been confused, but no, this is murder. We will be doing that later. Don't worry about it. Just let me go kill this um, guy real quick. So basically, uh, she's like, she wakes up and he's not there, and of course we have a pee moment, which is the thing I hate the fucking most in these yeah. things. She's like, oh, I need to go use the bathroom, and they're like, there's a pot, which. <laughs> Just more than you deserve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we have a moment where she has to explain that she needs to pee, and that sucks. Uh, but whatever. Um, and then she dresses in her medieval clothes, and everyone's like, you're a witch. And she's like, I'm not a witch. And then she looks outside and sees a woman who's about to drown uh, on the like cliffs or whatever. And she's like, help, help, help. She needs help. And they're like, that woman's been dead for a hundred years. <gasps> you are a witch. Oh, sh- so the powers don't turn off. Oh, good, good, good. No. She's also dumb as hell. Because, like, of course. She's like, oh, I should have recognized that was Vision shit. And so she immediately confirms that she's a witch. Gotta note the and, filters. Like, none. None. So her, like, personal guard that Aiden assigns fucking throw her in the dungeon while he's gone. You can tell she's a witch because she totally was concerned about a woman drowning. But that woman's already dead, so fuck her like yeah it's fine it's fine uh and so he like comes back and is like what the fuck y'all guys like how she ends up proving that she's not a witch by the way is that one of the dudes that they like um anyway it doesn't he captures his cousin throws him in the dungeon his cousin is a sneaky sneaky snake and like does some shenanigans while in the dungeon and like gets out and like all this stuff whatever there's like a betrayal in his household that's like helping him get out because yeah, you can never just kill him you gotta put him in the dungeon so he can well escape. he swore he wouldn't kill he wouldn't spill the blood of his kinsmen he would just starve him to death in his dungeon <laughs> oh okay loophole i mean he could have drowned him there's a lot of lot of potential well, here oh <gasps> well 
We'll get to that. So how she ends up proving that she's not a witch is that she lies about being the daughter of a healer so that she can give advice on how to, like, help this guy who is injured. And her advice is basically, so he gets hit on the head and they're like, we don't know how to help him. He's got this big thing on his head and he may die. She's like, okay, get me some iced peas, essentially. So she has them get, like, dried sacks of peas and soaks them in ice water and then, like, puts him on his head and the swelling goes down and he's fine and then after that everyone's like she can't be a witch she helped this guy she the peas i mean that will help the swelling it won't help the concussion or the hemorrhaging but like no but apparently he was fine so that's chill scott's and then she immediately gets poisoned so that sucks Mm. um yeah somebody poisons her so she does get poisoned but it's fine she's a healer she totally knows how to deal with it she's totally fine no she definitely almost dies and like is out for like a week and aiden is like inconsolable mind you so almost immediately after this like the first time they do it like okay hopefully it's not while she's out cold from the poison (laughs) oh god no no but she like realizes she remembers that she knows how he dies and after, because he, like, tells her, like, why he was gone. She's like, oh, I was capturing my cousin. And she was like, I just remembered Spoilers. that, like, I read that your cousin killed you, actually. So she immediately jumps to, okay, the reason I've been sent back in time is to bring you to my time to save you. Uh, Which is quite the leap, but sure. It's a strategy. Um, it's a strat. That is true. Uh, and so she, like... He's like, fuck no, I've got a fucking castle and I like my job and I'm not, no. Also, you're like you guys hurting my manly pride by saying like, I can't like, yeah, I, your world honestly sounds like it kind of fucking blows. I mean, mine's not great, but yours like sucks more. Also, um, I'm a man and therefore I can protect myself. And like, I think it's really fucked up that you oh, think yeah. he could kill yeah, me. Yeah. And she's Sorry. like, I literally know that he's going to kill me. Goes without you. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Um, and he, uh, he, so he won't do it. But what I, what I really liked actually about this book was the unexpected turn. So like in Transcendence, right? Mm. Um, we, what ended up happening was that, of course, uh, Be was given the opportunity to leave. And she doesn't. She chooses to stay with him because she loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... As a reminder, his name was Ed. It was Ed and Bay. Um, and we got to bring back the classics. Classic names. It's true. It's true. It's so good. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. You're not looking up Neolithic name generators, are you? What? I would never do that. <gasps> Boom. I, <laughs> I still have my background. I was going to say, you do have them great. all on call. I do. I do. Um, so basically, she's like, you're going to die. And he's like, no, I'm also, no, I'm not going. So whatever. What I liked about this was he basically realizes that he has a traitor in his household and his, she says that he's going to die. And that doesn't, that matters to him less than the fact that he can't guarantee her safety. He is fucked up about the fact that he wasn't able to protect her. He like really, really, really is fucked up about it. And because he realizes he can't protect her and he can't trust the people in his household, he's like, uh, okay, I'll go with you. It's not about saving his life. It's about protecting her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they make a plan for them to leave. Um, and I was like, that is, that is like really refreshing, actually. That's kind of a like, big step. Yeah. 
Like, the woman always has to be the one to sacrifice her whole life to be with the guy. Right. And in this, it was like, no, he's 100% willing to give up everything he believes in, everyone he loves, all of his responsibilities, his entire identity. Right. Like, she doesn't have much of an identity. Her life kind of blows in yeah. the future. His is, like, his whole thing. He is a chieftain. He is a he. He has responsibilities to his people, his his line, his, his land. His landed like, aristocracy. You kind of don't want to give that up. Yeah, kind of, t- kind of a tough right. sell when you're like, come back to my apartment with me in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he agrees because he's like, Damn, I can't guarantee your sell. safety. <laughs> it's fucking tough, huh? Um, he agrees, and she's like, okay, like that's awesome, 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 awesome. However you get, let's go. However you get to the end goal, then yeah, that counts. Yeah. So they actually, like, do manage to leave um, at this, like, they throw this big party to celebrate the capture of his cousin, and, like, this bitch shows up who, like, wants to get dicked down by him really bad, but, like... But he's like, I got to Obviously, I he's got not my into it. witch wife. Yeah, I've got my witch wife. Let's, let's bounce. Um, and they escape, and they go to the future, and, like, they go back to... It's, like, been five months later, um, so everyone's like, where the fuck you been, bitch? Here's what gets me about this book, though. Everyone just accepts out of hat. She's like, I was in the I was in the 12th century. Oh, she comes out the gate with that. I thought she could have just been she like, comes out th- this is my Scottish. No, she's hobby. like, this is my man's. I picked him up from the Walmart in the 12th right? century. She could be like, this is my Scottish boyfriend slash fiance now. He's just from the country. There's going to be a cultural divide. Nobody would question it. Like, she makes a she like they land essentially in the middle of a Renaissance fair where he thoroughly fits in stylistically and like oh, yeah. his 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 time. brogue and whatever, and like she doesn't even make a passing attempt to be like oh he's a very dedicated reenactor. Her parents show up and are like where the fuck have you been? We've been here for months like trying to find you, and and then her mom is like okay you tell he's from the past, <laughs> right? Mom. Her dad's like, "What do you, where, where did you take my little girl to? What the fuck is this? Are you married now? What the hell? And her mom's like, obviously, he's Aiden from the past. Of course. Yeah. Of course. They just turn around. They're like, it, fucking nerd shit. My 12th century Scottish lord boyfriend. My God, why can't they be normal reenactors? What's even wilder to me is that, like, okay, so I know through context clues that the previous book's couple, who we meet in this book, um, obviously had some paranormal shit with them and, like, whatever. Okay. Kira doesn't know that. She knows nothing about how they met. They have no conversations in the book about anything even close to that. There's just a vague, like, hint that she senses there are ghosts on the property. But she's at a fucking ancient castle. Of course there are. Right. Okay. So, wait, you can read the context clues, but the character can't. But the character can't. No, like there's, mm. they have no sort of. She's there for less than twenty four hours before she goes to the past. So there's no, she, there's, you know, all the character interactions she's had. She comes back with Aiden. Her parents are there. Her parents are like, where the fuck you been? And then they are also there. This couple, and they immediately are like, like she admits this in front of them too, and they're immediately like, well, don't you know? We know that there's magic in 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 Scotland and all this stuff, like totally casual, and she just doesn't even fucking question that they're like, yes, of course, he's from the past, like it just she just. That's just what reenactors are like. So I just. It was a weird mix of feeling like everyone in this world knows about magic and things and all this stuff. They they take which, it pretty well. 
they take it like it's fucking nothing. Like they, I'm like, okay, cool, fine. But like, I wanted there to be some like, oh, you too, oh, you too, oh shit. Oh, I'm not like, special. Cool, 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 cool. That explains <clears throat> a lot, actually. That oh, I, well, I wish you would have said something. Right. Okay, it's fine. Um, it's good of you to share that information. The, well, the the plot twist here though. So we got like thirty. We got like thirty pages left. Right. Of this book, right? And I've been on a wild fucking ride with this book, fam. Plot twist here is that they go back to their, like, little cabin that they have set up on this, like, property for them. Because I guess they just knew that they would come back. Okay. Sure. Um, And uh, Aiden is, like, really messed up about having to leave his home. They're very sad. They're both very sad. She actually grew to like it quite a bit, despite the fact that it was fucking awful. Um, And she, th- she, like, goes to take a shower or whatever. And he pulls off the like books that have like all of the history or whatever that she had been looking at before she left. Um, and he reads it and the text has changed. Um, and it says that his best friend slash half brother who he left the castle to was murdered that night by his cousin. Uh, oh, I... And so he's like, gotta go back. <laughs> we gotta fix the timelines. Oh no, I'm fading from the picture. So I was assuming it was going to be like, oh, they think that his cousin murdered him because he disappeared to the future. And you well, know, that was closed. the thing. So that was, and then they ended up fixing that bit, but they also changed history when they did that. So not only did they like sort of fit the timeline, they also changed the timeline. So he's like, we got to go back. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. And she's like, okay, I'll go back with you. And um, the problem is that like uh, the like ruins in the five months that she's been away are being renovated and they're also being guarded. So they can't get back to the Um. gatehouse. Also, I want to say in that meeting with her parents, um, she offhandedly goes like, we may go back. We don't actually know. So if I just disappear, just know that I had a happy life. <laughs> Which is convenient, Jesus. shall we say. Because they end up going to this, like, cairn that she was originally sent to investigate by the paper. Oh, the thing that she, her job? That thing she didn't uh-huh. do? Yeah. Uh-huh. She goes back. She goes in there. And they time travel back. They end up getting there immediately in the middle of the fight and amazing out of fucking nowhere <laughs> i'm just gonna read you it's revealed that gonna... she took a glock with her <laughs> okay here's here's the final scene here well not the final scene but the final like fight scene um which is so fucking brutal out of nowhere this by you this has been like a rom-com this whole yeah. time um, yeah, how to lose so, a guy in 700 uh, years yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, uh, so Aiden has just rammed his giant ass sword into the chest of his cousin. I'm sorry. Uh, Are says, you uh, actually reading the, from the book at this moment? Because you're looking at no. it. <laughs> well, no. Okay. I'll just read it. Okay. <laughs> be like, uh, Damn. The final exchange. Mind you, here's how the dialogue in this book goes. This book was very fun. Not to shit on this book, but the dialogue was sometimes. <laughs> um. A pox on you, Conan Durg yelled, swaying on his feet. You will rue that I didn't do this years ago, Aiden finished, ramming the Invincible, which is the name of his sword, also deep into his cousin's chest. (laughs) That's called Long and Invincible. (laughs) 
It sounds better in Scots Gaelic. <laughs> yeah. Hoisting him into the air, he spat on him. May you find the devil good company. Conan Durg stared at him, his eyes bulging, a trickle of blood bubbling from his lips. Glaring at him, Aiden withdrew his blade and resheathed it, grabbing his cousin before he could topple to the ground. With a great heave, he pushed him into the surf, dusting his hands as Conan Durg landed with a splash, a flicker of life still gleaming in his eyes as he stared up at Aiden. So you die by drowning, Aiden informed him, stepping closer to the water's edge, as the history books decried. <laughs> So he stabs him through the chest, spits on him, and then throws him into the ocean. And, you know, and then has a quip. He's got it prepped. He's been holding yeah. on to it. He's like, I, I know what I'm going to do. He barely even knows what a history book uh, this is. is. Like, I just want to reinforce that. <sighs> well, they live happily ever after. Uh, they certainly, I mean, yeah. Also, they have do like they, a dozen kids. Do they decide whether they want to be... You know, yeah, they just nobility. stay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they just stay. <laughs> good, 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 good. And she presumably is in the history books somewhere, so her parents are like checking up. They end up. They end up. The epilogue is them like going to the ruins and meeting a tour guide who is her descendant. <gasps> that's that's kind of amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I like it's fine. that. That's yeah. fine. That's good. Yeah, and her like curmudgeonly dad is just like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, did she have siblings? No. Well, actually, yes, she did. She had a she had a sister who was like perfect or something oh, and okay. had like five kids or something like that. I was going to say, moral it's, of the story is you disappear and your mom and dad get their fuck on again. Well, they got to make a new yeah, one. Yeah, right? First one was a nerd and a failure and, you know, shit's on Christopher Columbus, so. I mean, that's what my parents have been saying. <laughs> you know, you really, you shouldn't have disproven Columbus like that. If you had, you might not be here listening to my terrible jokes. And hey, I'm I'm a this is an I'm going on record as saying this is an anti-Columbus podcast. So cancel me if you We've want. We've got button. Where you've got buttons, right? You need buttons now. Buttons. Buttons. Anti-Columbus podcast. Buttons. Oh, like like pins. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I could get like a like a yeah. Pretty sick jacket. I mean, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. Well. How do we feel about this? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling pretty. This was, enter if nothing, it was entertaining, right? Yeah. There was a lot going on here. The layers upon layers upon layers of this were. It certainly quite goes places. And those places are mostly Scotland and Pennsylvania. So. Yes. Yeah. A nice balance. Yeah. There's like an extended like scene of her trying to learn how to drive on the left hand side of the road. Like it's brought up a lot. Um, when I say that this is like definitely like trying very hard to be a mid 2000s romantic comedy just with like ghosts and shit. 10 things I hate about Scotland. Yeah. Ten, yeah. Well, haggis number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I it was it was fun. It was. I mean, it seems fitting that I got this in a ridiculous blind box uh, from eBay because I would never have. Looking at this cover, I never would have right. picked this up by myself. Like, I, now, I would have judged it. Now you're and like, now, oh, man, what other things have I been like, that's a shit cover that really had, like... It's not that it's a bad cover. It's just thematically makes no sense with what it go goes on in the middle of this Weirdly, book. Weirdly, it must have been a reprint. I don't think it's a reprint. I don't think it's a oh. reprint. I don't think so. Like, let's see. When did it come out? It came out in 2007. I was right. Um, Good year. 
was off it? screen just yeah no, i don't i don't think so i don't think that's correct just got his mic. it's published by signet eclipse um huh the acknowledgments are first that's interesting hmm. yeah anyway there's a lot of like talking about american tourists and um like calling them kilt raisers and stuff kilt kilt tilters i think is the and they could just call them kilters just kilties they call them kilt it's 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 kilties. it's hard it's hard for me um because because of that and to think about that and that feels like they're at one point they're like from a the, cartoon the um like when they land back the like the renaissance fair style thing that's happening at the castle that our cousin owns or whatever right. um they uh she she talks about how there are a lot of like american women tourists who are watching the like men in kilts play like they're like manly tug of war thing um because it's like a like a sports thing you know where yeah. they throw the logs and whatever um and they're like well, she goes, well, they're clearly more interested in catching a glimpse of what is underneath the kilt than what. And I'm like, I can't imagine wanting to see anything less than you know, a flash of flapping, hairy Scottish dick. A quick, as... quick glance at penis while the person above is, you know, grievously Desperately gripping trying, a rope yeah. with other burly men. Actually, now that I say it out loud. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's probably popular as all hell. <laughs> like. Yes, it's not. It's not. It's not what I'm. It's been a while and... since I went to the to the Highland Games, but at the same time, I'm gonna be yeah, looking for it now. I mean, not listen, this year, clearly, but you never know. You never know what's gonna rev your engine until you until you experience it. I suppose until you go back to the um, 12th century and find it while being accused of witchcraft. Well, you find it underneath a kilt. That's that's mm-hmm. the main lesson. Yeah. So. That's episode. I don't know. That's that's the moral of the story, kids. Lesson at the end of the day is it's it's about Listen, what's under the kilt. Look, if you're gonna look under someone's kilt, ask for permission first. Okay, consent let's just blanket. Consent is key. Consent kilt is key. Especially in the twelfth century, but not limited to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just if someone's in a kilt, ask ask permission first before tilting it i guess i right. it's gross it's all so gross <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so okay how, yeah. How, how many how many how many how many books are in this do we know i don't know should we look it up i, I would love Let's to know i would i would like to know that they like ended at 13 or something and there's just there's like an extended universe ally mckay highlander books Wow, these all have. Wow, the covers in these are. Wow. Okay, are they all I different? just. They're all. Some of them are very much like this one, and then some of them are very much like what I was saying, which is like the typical Highlander, um, like sexy man on a moody yeah. moor, early right? shirtless man with oil and potentially tattoos. But there, but they are. There are a lot. There are a lot here. I'm, I'm looking. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm looking at at least seven. So this, this could be a, 
this could be a short. We could do, we got to like speed run the rest of the series. We, hey, it's funny how you say we when it would be all's me's. I am here for emotional support. You're welcome. <laughs> also have fun. I mean, I have, I have Haunted Warrior. That's the one that I have. Uh, but like some of these, I, I'm just going to send you the link to, so you can see the, some of these covers here. this is gonna be my afternoon now i mean if you get really into scottish romance please let me know. <laughs> okay so scottish romance clearly something i wouldn't have explored but now i'm like i could explore i could i could write this this sounds totally normal and fine i mean if you start writing scottish romance i will be extremely oh, there's happy there's the one with the it's the exact same it's it's just like not yeah quite a but it's just like a different color over like a lounge yeah. and then there's the very damp muscular man a number yeah. of them and then the, oh but the tall dark and kilted is kind of a mix of the two this is great honestly <laughs> Like, but are you seeing the, like, changes, like, between uh, Haunted Warrior and, and Some like it Highlander in her bed? Wait, I think Highlander in her bed is the first one. So let's see. What, what is that one? That I think that's the one where, okay. Tour guide Mara McDonald, McDougal falls in love with a bed in an... Okay, hold on. Wait. Tour guide Mara McDougal falls in love with a bed in an antiques shop window. Then she meets the most handsome man ever. Soon she can't forget the irresistible if haughty Highlander, not even when she learns she's inherited a Scottish castle. Huh. Wait, there's, there's, you are leaving out a paranormal chunk there. I am, I, I know it. I'm gonna just real quick do a little scopey scope here. I know there's more to that. Right? Like there's, there's something else going on. There has got to be something else going on. Oh my god, okay, it's not on bookshop.org, so... Everyone, hold on! It's fine. Okay. Also, there's just the amazing difference in titles between Haunted Warrior, The Taming of... And Highlander in Her Bed? Yeah. Yeah. The Taming of Mari Mackenzie, and then Some Like It Kilted. Like <laughs> when she okay, when she inherits a Scottish castle, American tour guide Mara McDougall gets more than she bargained for when an antique bed brings about romance with a sexy ghost, Sir Alexander Douglas, who considers her the enemy. He's a ghost. So he's a ghost, but he's not a ghost. But wait, from Publishers Weekly, this randy paranormal romance pits a burnt-out ghost hunting tour guide against a cranky person hunting ghost. After her last skeptical jaunt into London's haunted past, Mara McDougall stumbles upon an antique store and finds an enormous medieval bed of her dreams. She buys it, despite the strange warning of a stunning but rude man who tells her, the bed is mine, wench. Just as she's about to leave London, I love being called a wench, that friend uh, uh she's told that she's really huge too. Scottish castle. And it, uh, there's a catch. She must make the place into a memorial to the McDougal clan of Scotland. It turns out her gorgeous new bed is a catch of its own. It's haunted. Scottish knight Alexander Douglas, he of the rude warning. <laughs> okay, very good. Was cursed to spend eternity with the bed by one of the McDougals. 
and he sw- he's sworn revenge against them, and now maybe the McDougals too. I'm sorry, he's cursed to spend eternity in bed. That's just like every with the, w- millennial's dream. With the bed, he's t- t- with the bed. With the with the bed. With the bed. Beside the bed. Adjacent to the bed. In addition the to... The premise, charming and innovative, but the lead's lustful preoccupation overshadows the promising subplots and quirky subordinate guests. Here's the deal. It says that this 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 review is is like, oh, um... The... It's it's too sexy. It, it overshadows the plot. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell you... The Scotsman. The, the, he's just too sexy. Highlander of her dream... Highlander and her dreams was not particularly sexy he tries to go down on her twice and each time something terrible happens the first time they get like interrupted by like his cousin escaping literally while he has his head between her legs and then the second time she passes out because she's been poisoned Uh, i mean and that's the last sexual encounter we see on the page oh they just ended that how far how far in is the poisoning like it's it's as far as sexual encounters go, like the poisoning, uh, is uh, I think we had like less than a quarter of the book left. Oh, okay. So they're like we don't get anything else. Like they have like one, they have sex once on the page, the first time, and then they have like moments where they like kiss a couple of times, right. and then they have the time where the, she they're interrupted, and then they have the time where she almost dies in the middle of it. Um, and that's that's, and that's it. Really? That's it as far as sexy times goes. If I were to rank this on my hotness scale, this is like a two. And they still end up together. They're like... I mean, he wasn't doing a bad job. The circumstances were just not ideal. Okay. No, I was going to say, like, as far as, like, first proper meetings, they're like, yeah, we've had, like, our dream meets. And then, like, you show up, but, like, my cousin tries to kill you I mean, I guess to be fair, me. to be fair to them to fair. and to the writer... They've they've had a sexual relationship for five years. I guess maybe it didn't seem necessary to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that she didn't think was real though. She was like, "This is totally a dream sex relationship," and he's like, "I just opened it up to a, to the, one of the pages, and the first thing I see is Kira." Kira. <laughs> Amazing. Kira. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's an interesting, um, interesting mix mix of things here. I I will be buying. It's gonna be real. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Like that sounds great. It was fun. If you would like to borrow it, I will give. I honestly may. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) They're stacked. I mean, maybe Scottish romance, Scottish paranormal romance is your thing. And apparently, there is quite a lot of it. There is. There is a lot. There's there's a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's been episode. That's been podcast. You have anything to plug? Um, no. I was gonna. I was gonna do a bit. I was gonna make an entire joke about looking up, like plugs and like things about bath and sinks. And go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> I love. You know, what's funnier than you actually doing a bit. You talking about doing. Yeah, a bit. yeah. I just. It, I realize ahead of time. I'm like, it's not good. I need to communicate. Oh no, I'm not funny. That's not I a have thing. That thought a lot. Yeah. Yeah constantly i wake up i'm like this is as good as it gets you will not say anything funny today (laughs) okay it's never stopped me honestly like that's just the start of every morning (laughs) like you're not funny put on clothes like damn that's a hard put on your panties okay Okay. well i do have pluggables well all right really okay all right yeah 
Well, <laughs> listen. Okay, so this is coming out. Uh, How do you spell it? Out? When is this coming out? How are you? What are you talking about? Spelling? What? You said it's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is coming out on the ninth. Um, which is some. Uh, I. So basically, here's what here's what would have happened in the future time, right. in the future space, On a but, which is the now space for you. Um, the first chapters of my serial are up and free to read right now. Yes. Um, Consort's Glory. I would have released the episode on Consort's Glory last week. That one was different. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a lot to write and to make. Um, <laughs> listen. There's a lot to go into with that book. That book is the book of how I became a writer. There's a lot going on there. I, I did a um, lot, so I hope you all appreciate this. Well, it's just that that episode is not particularly funny. <laughs> neither's, neither's this one. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not funny. This podcast has never been funny. I've accepted that. Um, and you can also read the entire prequel novella now for free on Patreon. I'm I'm releasing the whole thing for free for the month of February to celebrate the beginning of the of the novel starting, but also like I understand that I'm asking you to commit to something that um is long-term and feels expensive when I'm asking you to subscribe to Patreon to get chapters of my book a week as a serial. I understand this. And so I also understand that you may want to kick the tires a little. So, if you are curious, if you just are curious about the world, take the opportunity and read it. You don't have to subscribe afterwards. I get it, and I will not begrudge you. You can also just pre-order the book if you would like. If you read the prequel and are like, hey, this sounds really good. I'm okay to wait until August to read the whole thing. There's a pre-order link. Uh, got that. There's also a pre-order link for the novella collection that will be coming out in June. Hey, Brenda, did you realize that I have three books coming out this summer? I, I No, I didn't know they were all coming out this summer. That's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> well, I have the prequel collection. Well, I have the, not all, they're not all prequels. I, well, I guess. Or. No, well, anyway. Um, so I have the, the first novella collection comes out in June, the day before my birthday. And then uh, Concert's Glory comes out as a full novel on Kindle Unlimited and also to all the pre-orders on the 6th of August. But in May, I have the first ghost book scheduled to come out. Yes. So like, so like I didn't listen. I'm going to take a little bit of a break in the winter, I think. You deserve it. A little go bit. To, but like exotic like Scotland. Oh, yes. I'm going to find me a Highlander. Oh, no. It's the start of my romance novel. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. It's insufferable. I think if I went to Scotland, I'd go out of my way to, like, not look at men. Just to, like, not do that. You need to have an entire novel about the writer who goes somewhere and avoids finding their romance Desperately novel situation. Yeah. But, like, six of them happen. Yeah. 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 That's a free. I do want to mention... I forgot to thank you. I forgot to mention that he definitely, definitely, definitely sleeps with other women while they're having their like dream relationship, and he tells her that to her face while they're in the middle of doing it, Ooh, and she's like, timing, "Oh, so you like slept with other women?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, just to, like fill the void of being with you," and she's like, "Aww." <laughs> they have like, this is not the conversation while you're like, she's she's fine with it. 
while you're lifting the kilt. It's like, so what did you do on Tuesday? Oh, well, you know, slept around. I was fucking some lady. I don't remember her name. Oh, you were thinking of me. Aww. But in a romantic context, oh, are you done? Okay, we're. I think I think she probably like here's the 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 like bullshit with that the romance novel bullshit with that is that like she wouldn't have been able to get away with that. Like if you said that the woman had been like sleeping with other dudes the whole time. Like, right though. No. Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, you can do all the things. I forgot. I always forget to mention I have merch if you're into that. Like we got some dope merch. I'm going to try and upgrade our merch soon. It's on my list for this year. I want to like get cooler, better quality merch. The stuff we have now is just fine and the mugs are great and they're very funny and they are high quality. But like I would like to Expand. move up. Do things. Expand. Yes. Buttons. So it's on the list. So if you want to get the merch that we do have right now, I highly recommend it. It is good stuff. It's very funny. Uh, the Aliums mug and the Nutrient Slurry mug are top fucking notch. Um, <laughs> and I like to use them to cause immeasurable psychic damage across <laughs> the world. Um, there's somebody in Canada who has a lot of our merch, and I love you. I don't know who you are. I love you for it. Um so you can get that. All the links below. Join our Discord. I just uploaded a bunch of new emotes to our Discord server at the request of, of people, and they are ridiculous. They're based on the cubes that I mentioned slaving over in art school um, that people wanted. So there's they're named terrible things like cake chores and, you know, stuff like that. Get all of it. So join that. It's fine. And, you know, get my books or don't get my books. That's fine. Just because you listen to the podcast does not mean you're at all obligated to do that. I'm going to keep talking about it because it's what you do. But, like... I get it. So that's it. Follow me on social media if you want. All the links below. That's all the stuff. That's it. We're Boom. done. We're done. It's done. Success. Look at how well. Look right. at doing so good. That fuck. <laughs> Shit. Don't fucking patronize me. No, no, no. Everybody you... should. Everybody patronize. Like, please. My the... tummy just growled so loud. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you see it on the, the little blue band there. It's like, oh, that's, we're going to pick that up. Wow, I need to go eat lunch. This is the end of the episode. Right? It's 1.30. <laughs> it's lunchtime. It's yeah. lunchtime. Okay. All right. Don't patronize me. Goodbye! Bye-bye! Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts.